radio is scripted now. We just come up with them. We don't use computers. We don't rehearse. We're going to talk about this next. We're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about the Bulls. And then we're going to have Brad Bigson. And then we're going to have uh, all this. No. No. If you don't know what you're going to talk about in the top of your head before a show, you shouldn't be in the business. I don't know what you got. I feel like Vince Vaughn in, in a couple's retreat. The sharks are circling. Old school, baby. You're listening to the Mike North Advantage, and it begins right now. That's right. The Mike North Advantage starts right now. Mike North, how are you, my friend? Oh, he's a del- it's delayed. <laughs> Is it delayed? Yeah, but I, can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you now. All right, brother. How are you, You're man? Right. Listen, we've never had a smooth start in our whole career here. <laughs> That's, I know I haven't. <laughs> it, it, it's been the it, it's this is like our fourth year, right? I yeah. like to call it the, I like to call it the Trubisky years. Okay, That's, you know really. It's great to be with you, Aldo. It's, it's outstanding. You. Yes, you know and, what? And I got to You know what's weird? I got to like? ask you to turn your volume up a little bit. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know what's you funny, go. Mike, is that um, there is a war in the Ukraine. Um, yeah. There is still problems with all sorts of stuff going on in the world. And then you call me and I say, I wonder what he wants to talk about. Mitch Trubisky! Well, the reason I talk about Mitch Trubisky, as far as the Ukraine's concerned, because I kept hearing the war was going to be over five days ago. And it's not. So it's no different than the misinformation we get on anything else. I do know this, that when you stop and think about, and by the way, folks, we may have some freezing problems on with this or some technical difficulties, but believe me when I tell you this, we've been working hard. BB's been working hard. Our guy Bill's been working hard. Aldo's been working hard. This was an important educational moment today because the Ukraine, ladies and gentlemen, is more serious but they're wrong about that, just like, you know, the media, the mainstream media is wrong about everything else. We wish them, I'm not going to be the 10,000th person to say, we'll pray for you. The way I want people to pray for me is by sending me arms, sending me planes. <laughs> that's right. That's what, that's all I care about. You know, give, give me a break. I'm going to go make a Molotov cocktail. Here comes a tank. Anyway, <laughs> so we're going to talk about and maybe get away from the war. Right. Uh, for a little bit, because people, including myself, and I know you, Eldo, have been consumed by it. We wish that this wasn't happening, but, you know, I wish other things weren't happening. And today's going to be an educational day, like I said, for the media of this country, for 75% of the folks that have tuned into the Bear Bar Room or the Bar Room Network now, for the people that listen to us around the world, on Spotify, on other other outlets, okay? Today is a day of reckoning. I've been working for four years to get ready for the free agent market, okay? And when I say I've been working for four years, I've been the guy standing alone. Really, if you want, I could call... Certain talk show hosts, Eldo, I think, has been back and forth. There's nothing wrong with that when it comes to the quarterback situation. But for the most part, I've never seen such a large group of people who are going to end up being wrong 
about a quarterback that we had. And what's going to make them wrong is something that I said last year, and all of a sudden people are waking up to the fact. There's nobody coming out of the draft. There's nobody. And I told Eldo this last year. There's nobody coming out of the draft. There's about seven bad quarterbacks in the NFL. There's teams that have uh, that are ready to win now that have lost quarterbacks. And you will hear, even if a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers signs Mitch Trubisky, the most successful franchise maybe in all of NFL history, at least the last 50, 60 years, with Super Bowl trophies all over the place, they had to build extra shelves. You will hear Bear fans say the Steelers are stupid. What's been a misinformation situation between Bear Brass, the Bear coaching staff, and the media has been unbelievable. And it's it permeated to the national media, Aldo, where I would go on different shows and automatically everybody would start panning Mitch Trubisky. And I'm saying to myself, where are you getting your information? Well, if you're going to get your information from certain people, you're never going to get the right information because writers, hosts, okay, for the most part, and TV guys are wrong most of the time. I've been wrong, but my percentage is high. Believe me, I know when I've been wrong, and I admit it here. When Mitch Trubisky signs, you know what it's going to be? Well, Nagy really screwed this guy up. Now somebody better is going to get a hold. There's going to be excuses instead of saying the obvious to my radio brethren out there. When Mitch Trubisky signs and you were anti-Mitch, you're going to be in talk show hell. So maybe you fess up now and say a bad thing happened between Matt Nagy in 2019 and Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky comes off 2018 and says, man, we were close. A midfield goal, boom. We could have scored more points. We lose by one. Man. Parkey kicked a lot of field goals, but he missed the damn one. But, you know, we didn't score enough points. So I want to meet with Matt Nagy. So we can incorporate our ideas together. And he said, no. Yet nobody finds out about it till three years later. So I'm not blaming Bear fans. I'm not. Because the beauty of this all was Mitch never said a word. There would have been other guys. Man, they lose three in a row. They want to get off the team. Never said a word. Saved Matt Nagy a couple times. Now, what does this do to us, Aldo? Mm -hmm. Okay? What it does to us is we're in trouble, I think, for the next three, four years, not because of the quarterback position, but because of the quarterback position and the players around it. I love Darnell Mooney. He's going to be a downgrade from what Allen Robinson was. There's no doubt about it. And he's going to be elevated now to the number one guy, which is going to draw different types of coverage and everything else. But when I heard the Bear Brass say the other day, this is going to take time, take it from a guy who's been a Bear fan. I don't think I have to tell Eldo this forever. That means we're in trouble for a while. <laughs> it's going to take time. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Now, the bias against Mitch Trubisky came through all sorts of ways. Okay. Came from the, the bare brass, like I said. Um, Nagy sort of was caught between a rock and a hard place. Uh, he didn't really want to play Justin Field. Then he was told to play Justin Field. Pace abandoned Nagy at some point, from what I'm understanding. Okay. Mm-hmm. And sort of sided with them trying to save his ass. Right. Being being the guy that stays here. This is stuff I, I am hearing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily mean it's true, but you better believe me over the nonsense that we've heard and read over the over the past few years. But the bias was amazing. Uh, this is out of Rick Morrissey's column, 2017. Okay. Trubisky was at the Bulls game. More booze than cheers for Mitch Trubisky. He was a rookie. Okay. Let's push this to Justin Fields this year. He's introduced, and the statue is being erected down the street. Everybody stands up. People start betting rookie of the year on Justin Fields. Prop Swap says it was the most bet on rookie of the year deal. It didn't work out. The hype hurt Fields. The lack of confidence, even by Bear fans, hurt Trubisky. There's got to be a middle ground. We had a developing quarterback that went 29 and 21. I don't care about anything else like Jay Hagel, Jay Hilgenberg, and, and Mike Tomzik on this Barroom Network told us. Mike Tomzik said, what's wrong with winning over everything else? So we got that from Rick Morrissey. Then, this is from Bleacher Nation. One of the hottest quarterbacks is on the market. Surprising. No, it's not. It's not surprising if you know the game and you see that he was dealt in a, in a, in a seven-card stud game four cards, and he actually did well. He held his own against saboteurs. <laughs> and everybody knows it now. I mean, this guy, I wasn't an Allen Robinson fan. You know who the Allen Robinson fan was? I'm looking right at him. Believed in him. Now I'm hearing Allen Robinson say, man, they didn't want nothing to do with me. After Mitch Trubisky and him teamed up for 200 catches in two years. Are we sensing something here? Mm-hmm. The guy was one of the great receivers, surprised to me, that the Bears have ever had the last two years. All of a sudden, they get rid of his quarterback. They actually have him in the paper saying he's excited about the new quarterback. And then look what happens. His, his total for catches. With Justin Fields or any quarterback for the Bears this year, folks, was 92. Now, he got hurt. But he wasn't used the same. They diminished him in a year where he needed not to be diminished. Okay? Uh, Steelers. This is out of uh, the Athletic. Steelers will face tough time for Trubisky. Because because there's other teams involved. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I got to tell you, I don't have to say I was right because there's only one guy. You won't hear about the barroom calling this on this show from anybody that's worth a damn in their eyes. 
I don't need it. See, I don't care if I'm right in front of 10 million people or two people. You got to be right once in a while. You can't go from quarterback to quarterback and say, he's the guy, he's the guy, he's the guy. And that's where the media failed in Chicago. Mm -hmm. They jumped on everybody but the guy that's going to be the most paid. And I find it ironic that Mike Glennon has played more games since 2019 than Mitch Trubisky. He's played 18. How does this happen? (laughs) Stain. Stain the guy. Make him look dumb. He can't, I mean, this. he can't find receivers. Yet you look at the records and he's right there. So if you're under 35 years of age and, and you're telling Mike North he doesn't know what he's talking about, well, then you know what? I got to tell you, the over 35 Bear fan, 10 times smarter than the under 35 Bear fan. It's called experience. It's not called being buffaloed by the press. And, uh, I mean, JT the Brick in Las Vegas, been neutral on Mitch Trubisky. Munch Bishop likes him, almost leans to him coming to the Cleveland Browns instead of Baker Mayfield. Paulie Howard and Mitch Moss. These are guys I respect, everybody. Otherwise, I wouldn't bring them up. I watch them on Bisson in the morning. They are as good as it gets. But everybody has a bad misstep. I was on with them, and I said, Mitch Trubisky's going to be a heck of a quarterback. You wait and see. And they looked at each other like I was walking down the strip naked. And nobody wants to see that. So (laughs) now there's a couple guys that will have me on shows, like Mike Lombardi. He told me the other day I wouldn't take Mitch Trubisky even with a discount. Yet he likes Sam Darnold. Okay. So <laughs> we can all pick and choose. I called him on it, but he wanted the debate, which is good. Which is good. Patrick Finley today, our buddy, my guy, the only guy I really read when it comes to the Bears, says, Well, Mitch is lucky because there's not a good quarterback crop, crop coming up. And all the quarterbacks retired. I told Aldo he was going to be second string with the ball with the Bills on design. His agent and him got together, and I think Aldo would agree on this, that, you know what? Let's go with the Bills, get rehabbed. Mm-hmm. Let Darnold sign with uh, this guy. Let Bridgewater sign with that guy. All these guys are supposed to be better than Mitch. Danny Jones, by the way, won't have his fifth-year option picked up by the new coach of the Buffalo Bills. I mean, of the former coach of the Buffalo Bills, offensive coordinator Brian Dayball. Guess who may end up quarterbacking there? The scenario looks obvious because he had Mitch Trubisky. I'm hearing from the Buffalo Bills, we want to sign Mitch Trubisky, but you know what? It's unrealistic. This wasn't the talk that was that was supposed to be said about Mitch Trubisky. Some people hit him out of the game by now. That's how ridiculous this whole thing has been. So I'm very happy uh, that now maybe people are starting to wake up. Jay Glazer said, uh, by the way, folks, Jay Glazer, who's another guy that I follow, said uh, the Justin Fields situation, the NFL is now mixed. 
That's the first time I've heard a national guy get opinions, all anonymous because they're afraid to say it, uh, on on Justin Field, Eldo. Mike, um, everybody's excited about your passion for Mitchell Trubisky, um, but a lot of people, for instance, my man, uh, Laro Golden, good friend of mine, uh, yes. he, he says you got to recognize the fact that Mitch's best years, the Bears had one of the top defenses in the NFL. In fact, in 2018, they had the number one ranked defense. The following year, they had the mm-hmm. top, top five ranked defense, and that really mm-hmm. helped propel Mitch Trubisky's mm-hmm. one-loss one records much more than Mitch's individual accomplishments as a quarterback. That he still has, right. he still showed problems of not being able to find the secondary and third receivers. But at the same time, I think a lot of people also recognize that Matt Nagy did no favors at all to Mitch Trubisky, just like he did no favors at all to Justin Fields last season. So that is the one common denominator is that he he has received bad coaching, Mitch Trubisky has, since day one, and that his one year in Buffalo probably is sitting on the bench, probably did him more good than anything. Yeah, I think that – I, I'm not going to disagree completely with the gentleman, but Mitch Trubisky's gone, and all of a sudden I hear the Bears had no line this year. They didn't have this. They didn't have that. Well, wait. He, he, it wasn't about the defense. It's about what he did with the offense. I mean, I, I don't think it's any secret uh, when they got into the playoffs during the COVID year that he had a big hand in it, regardless of the defense. In fact, the defense got driven on many times near the end of games. And, and and basically, the only game we lost was the Detroit game, and Detroit came from behind. We had scored enough points, 24. Mm-hmm. They came from behind on the Bears' defense, number one. Number two, if you have a quarterback that you're winning with, you don't go saying, well, you know, Brady was 3-35 and 35 against the East, so he wasn't really that good. You know, No, he played against inferior football teams, and, and, I, and, and they don't say – well, he played against in a lousy division. That's why he's as great as he is. You don't say that. He, Trubisky's the only guy that goes 25 and 13 since 2018 and has to explain himself. It goes against the haters. That's why they try to diminish it. I'll give everybody a perfect example, and our guy knows. That, that just called in your buddy or our buddy. The Baltimore Ravens had one of the top defenses in football. Okay, mm-hmm. they had a guy named Trent Dilfer. They got rid of Trent Dilfer after they won the Super Bowl and they added Elvis Skirbach. They never won again. Brian Dillick <laughs> was kicked out of football. So knock off the crap, okay, that the quarterback doesn't matter because I interviewed Brian Dillick at the next Super Bowl after they were out. Mm-hmm. And he almost walked off. Jesse Rogers was there. Everybody was radio well. Somebody says Brian Billick's coming. I had been ripping him to shreds. Mm -hmm. I had been ripping him to shreds during the next season. Okay? Why would you get rid of a quarterback that managed the game, that kept your defense, didn't turn over the football, just like Mitch? Didn't Mm -hmm. turn over. If the defense gives Mitch Trubisky a 30-yard a 30-yard, let's say they, they get a fumble on the other team's 30 and he scores. I'm sorry, Mitch Trubisky still had to go 30 yards mm-hmm. and score. So when they got rid of Trent Dilfer, here comes Brian Billick. 
And first thing I said to him was, you know what? You're, you're supposed to be an offensive genius. And I know Guilford didn't put up the numbers you wanted. And you went for a strong arm guy that throws bombs and turns the football over because he takes too many chances in Elvis Gerbach. Why did you do that? Why did you get rid of a Super Bowl winning quarterback? I don't care how he got there. And you know, he said, well, you don't know the ins and outs, and you don't know this was the first year, and blah, blah, blah. I said, you got rid of Trent Dilfer for Elvis Gerbach after a Super Bowl year. So these, everything, these guys are no brighter. And, I mean, he just became an assistant to the assistant at Arizona State, Brian Bell. He's out of the league. And here's Matt Nagy, who people defend now. Oh, wasn't it? Mitch couldn't do this. Mitch couldn't do that. There's a reason Matt Nagy is gone. Okay. Mitch overcame it. And if he stayed with Mitch this year, I believe we might have been a playoff team. Because you know what? We played three man roulette. Give me that one quarterback for 16 games. The guy that they won with. The team was in disarray. And on Nagy's last year, he decides to go this route and and to get bailed out by Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Okay, Nagy's the guy that killed Eric Bieniemy. Mm-hmm. People don't even realize that. Top assistant helps Reid with the with the play calling, draws up the game plan. Eric Bieniemy is a Black head coach. He's the next guy in line. Nagy gets fired. The enemy can't get arrested. Period. The assistant coaches that don't participate except to get people coffee, apparently, like Nagy did, okay, ruin for coaches from those organizations eventually. And that's what I think happened here at the enemy. If, if, if the Chiefs win again, Okay, mm-hmm. and put Mahomes is a good game, and Nagy's successful. I think the enemy's got a job, Al. Lots of media attention on this whole thing. Chicago Sun Times, true believers. Uh, Patrick Finley writing about uh, people all across the league talking about Mitchell Trubisky. NFL on CBS, nearly 200 quarterbacks have started 50 games in the NFL since 1950. Only one of those quarterbacks has never thrown a pick six in his career. That quarterback is Mitchell Trubisky. The uh, Madeline Burke says Bill's general manager, Brandon Green, <laughs> at the Golden calls Mitch a marry your daughter type of guy. Is that is that part of why you like Mitch Trubisky so much? Because he wore the Ditka outfit, because he's such a great guy. I mean, he really is a marry your daughter kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I wanted Watson. And, and uh, I think character does matter. And I think Mitch Trubisky has endeared himself to pit people that character matters to, like the Pittsburgh Steelers, who also decided, guess what? You got some bad characters that own the Miami Dolphins. We're going to bring you on and make you a, a prominent coach. I'm praying he goes there because he will be in the Super Bowl if he pits, eventually if he plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I really believe that down the line. Uh, you know, and, and people can doubt me. But so far, I'm still standing and everybody's been knocked out. I'm looking around. I go, look, at you predicted he'd be this way. You predicted he'd be that way. Now he's the most coveted free agent maybe on the market. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm very happy for him. 
Well, thank you. Be a little coffee because she knows I got the energy rising today. You know what I'm saying, Aldo. And I got to be honest with you. I wanted to come on with everybody because I love what we do. I know that uh, you told me, me and you, this guy said we're going to do periodic when I want to do it. You were nice enough to have that wherewithal for special events. It's a special event. I can't tell you. My top five moments, all time. Number one, I I was born. I think that would have to be at the top of anybody's list. Number two, I married Bibi. I met Bibi and married Bibi. That's that is unequivocal. Number two. Number three, I got out of seventh grade in the second year finally. And I was I was starting to get too big for my desk. Okay. Number four. Number four, 1992, the score, period, and the story. And number five, when Mitch Trubisky signs a nice free agent contract will be my happiest day because I talked to a guy that said, you've taken some abuse. I go, that's nothing to me because if you're afraid to take abuse, I mean, I couldn't believe this, Aldo. I didn't know. I don't even know how to do this because I'm honest and I'm straightforward. And if you hear it from me, hear it from me. I talked to someone who told me he knows two talk show hosts in Chicago that have burner accounts on Twitter so they can in, be in the conversation, some of them, that they don't want to be in on the radio. Seriously. I, I don't know. I, you know, seriously. I mean, my, my problem is I think I'm going to be right on, on a lot of things, and, and, and I've been lucky. But this one would be the cool, the cherry on the Sunday. If this guy signs, what happens if he signs a $60 million deal or $22 million? I'm hearing $7 million a year from, from the press. Buffalo could afford him then. Buffalo could afford him then. They'd say, but they said the other day, there's no way we'll, we'll be able to sign him. And they want him back because Allen plays that type of game. So they're saying now from other reports, and I'm not saying this is right either, $22 million a year. So he signs a three-year deal for $66 million. And what's everybody going to do that's been bashing him? Are they going to continue to bash him? And what happens if he signs with a team that's got, that was one game out of the playoffs last year? And they make the playoffs this year, you know? So I think he played his cards right. He didn't want to play for Carolina, didn't want to play for some of the dog teams, but you got the Giants, you got Washington, you got Pittsburgh, I think is your three main culprits right now. I don't hear you, but I see you. I see this. Uh, I'm, okay. my, my, I, I muted myself. Uh, this is not from the commander's football team. It's from a blog called Hogs Heaven. And they mm -hmm. write, Mitch Trubisky is rapidly gaining traction as a plan B if Washington strikes out on Rodgers, Wilson, or Watson per team sources. Trubisky would very likely be paired with a rookie quarterback, but they don't just view him as a bridge option, think he was a bad fit in Nagy's offense. There's probably nothing there that you disagree with, right? I mean, no. uh, ideally, Rodgers, Wilson, or Watson would, would go before Trubisky, and if they can't get yeah. any of those guys, then uh, Trubisky would be their guy. But here's my point. I, I think for the team the Bears had, I think Nagy sabotaged his own career. 
Mm-hmm. Trubisky was 25 and 13. It just wasn't like Brian Billick. He didn't run. He wasn't flashy. Let me remind everybody. Let me remind everybody. Andy Reid had Donovan McNabb and and Patrick Mahomes, and he's won one Super Bowl. And Patrick Mahomes, I'm going to be honest with you, if he couldn't run, and if he's not wasn't one of the first running quarterbacks to win a Super Bowl, him and Steve Young, who was making, if he didn't win that one, okay, and he won it because because of his guile, his legs taking nothing away from him. But let's say he was a pocket passer. I contend he can't read defenses as good as as a lot of quarterbacks in the league. But you know what you can read? Buy in time, like he did, where a receiver gets seven seconds to get open. Mm-hmm. Okay? But they adjusted to that. So now all of a sudden, he's having issues in the playoffs. So he's going to have to get better. He got his one. But remember this. Everybody 11 years ago thought after Aaron Rodgers' first Super Bowl, he was going to win two or three. He hasn't won another one. Remember that, folks. Mm. God, what an education today, huh? This is like the, uh, the national. I'm going to tag all my guys. I'm going to tag uh, uh, JT the Brick, Munch Bishop, Jonas Knox. I know he's on, on the Trubisky bandwagon. Paulie Howard, Mitch Ross, Dave Ross, Mike Lombardi, AM1000. I mean, and, and the score. And, and, and I don't listen that much to WSCR, but somebody told me almost everybody there was against Trubisky. Oh, that well, would have never happened. You can't, you, you, there's not one dissenting voice, mm-hmm. you know. So, there, there is so I, much. I saw that. Can I just answer that guy? Sure. The 15 yard pass. Can I answer him? Sure. How much is a first down? <laughs> Let's move on. You're under 20. You got to be under 20. Give the phone back to your mother. Go on. <laughs> I love you, Ryan. Well, Mike's on fire, man. Mike is on fire. Hey, all he can throw is 15-yard completions. Thank you. (laughs) I take that every day. Jesus, effing Christ. I'm sorry, Jesus. I'm sorry. (laughs) I just got a little twitch in my neck. (laughs) What do you think about the rumors that the Pittsburgh Steelers will draft a quarterback in the first round, but know that that quarterback is going to need two to three years of developing development and they want Mitch Trubisky to be the starter. And if both quarterbacks work out, they'll have uh, plenty of resources to make a trade or whatever. Well, first of all, Mitch Trubisky, if he starts for Pittsburgh, will always be a stealer. They don't play that game. If they make that decision. Now, here's what happened here, folks. Once again, this should be on PBS also as an educational tool. Uh, I got to be honest with you. If Mike Tomlin gets Mitch Trubisky, he will be absolutely ecstatic because it's going to be an upgrade from bad Ben, fat Ben last year. And he doesn't have to play Haskins who like fields from Ohio state where I said, nobody comes out of and plays well. Okay. Wouldn't have to start or Mason Rudolph who's five and four. Who cares? And here's what happened. The general manager of the Steelers. Thank you. You don't want, you don't want Trubisky in the North. You're damn right. (laughs) Here's my seal. They, the GM of the Steelers said the other day, 
we feel we can win with Mason Rudolph. And as soon as that happened, Ryan Clark, who said, we're better than this, and Steeler Nation went up for grabs. And all of a sudden, we're hearing Mitch Trubisky now. You know why? Mm -hmm. Because the fan bases are listened to in some towns. And in other towns, some fan bases are listened to that shouldn't be listened to. (laughs) I think of one at the moment. I mean, my God, I'm going to tell you something. This is hilarious. I love it. This is, I, I have more, I, I, I didn't even have to plan this thing. I knew it was coming. El, I told Eldo two true. years ago, here comes the train. It's coming. <laughs> and everybody's going, no, he's a bust. I looked at his stats. How's a guy with 60, 67 touchdowns and 34 interceptions a bust? Mm-hmm. When you go say that to a seasoned professional like myself, a man who came out of the womb. Oh, there he is. Look at him. Handsome, articulate, a man about town. But let me ask you a question, Al. How come? I mean, I can't believe this. And you know me. I'm not a sensitive guy, ex- except 20 hours a day. How come I haven't been invited to the baptism? I know. The baby's going to be coming. I better have an invitation. Who's done more work for Mitch Trubisky, me or his agent? I can't even get. I can't even get a, a, a Swanson uh, a TV dinner from Trubisky. I did. You know why I did this? And and I heard the Watson stuff. How does listen? Eldo and I worked in corporations. Let me tell you this. I could only, this is what they won't tell you on TV or the radio. Eldo and I worked in corporations as many people do. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't had time or never worked at a corporation, here's what I'm going to tell you. Not one person who's ever had charges put against them in any corporation. Uh, okay. It's an uncomfortable feeling for those. Mm-hmm. But I never heard of somebody saying, well, he only had 22. You th- when do you think he's going to start working again? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I cannot believe. I cannot believe that people are banking that Deshaun Watson, who I wanted originally, okay, is going to play the opener. There's still suspensions to go through. There's still settlements. There might be a trial. How do you say Watson's your hope? When the, when the season opens in July. Mm-hmm. You can't. Look, there were people saying this year he was going to play. Midway through, I go, what's everybody talking about? The guys had more allegations uh, from women than touchdown passes. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, my God. What, and all these guys, all these hosts, everybody knows. Rules are rules. <laughs> You know what I mean? So I don't understand how you bank anything, Eldo, on Watson right now. The other guys are fair game if you can get them. But I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going anywhere. Why would Aaron Rodgers go to any other place? With the Bears, the Lions? I mean, seriously. And the Vikings, yeah. And Well, yeah. The Vikings basically might have a chance of, of dethroning them with Rodgers. You know, I don't understand Zimmer. Not liking Kirk Cousins. He had a hell of a year, but here's what we hear. Now, big plays, couldn't get it done. Same, that's the same complaint about Mitch Trubisky. I, 
Yeah, but Mitch Trubisky wasn't making $80 million. You know what I'm saying? Mitch Trubisky was in his only 25 years old. And Mitch Trubisky took the Bears to the playoffs twice. I understand. But Aaron Rodgers, they say Trubisky didn't put up a lot of points. He didn't put up on hardly anything in the last the last playoff game he was in. Rodgers just got shut down at home. Mm-hmm. These things happen in the National Football League. But when you got a winning quarterback, you got to keep them. That's just my opinion. Mike, you say that you'll take 15-yard pass completions all the time, yes. and you're saying yes. that, you know, he, he wasn't paid enough to to complete deep passes and so forth. But no, no, I never said he was. He, he should still throw deep passes, but don't forget, the guy that called the plays for him didn't want him to succeed. Well, I mean, I that's basically what we're saying. I don't know if that's legitimate. I mean, it's it Well, how about you didn't see the Atlanta game then? Well, well, I mean, he he was awful in that Atlanta game, and that's why he, he threw was- an interception. And he he threw one interception. They were two and zero. Oh. It was contrived. It was ready. It was a quick knee jerk decision that should have ended Nagy's career as a National Football League coach because it's been disaster ever since. I mean, did you think Andy Dalton was going to play for the Bears ever? Did you? Uh, yeah. I, when they you're, you're talking about Nick Foles because he was the one that replaced Trubisky. Even Foles. I mean, Nick Foles, by the way, had one year, a seven game season, and then he went two and five with the Bears. And people thought he was Norm Van Brocklin. I'm naming some obscure quarterbacks right now. Mm-hmm. People thought he was Eddie LeBaron. People thought he was a championships type quarterback every year. And I got to give the Eagles credit that they won with him. Thumbs up. I uh, totally agree with Eric. He says Nagy did not call games to Mitch's strengths. Right. And he overcame them. That's the thing that got me. If Nagy would have been just more patient, what was Nagy's? Look, he had to realize he was, it's like being in the same division as Michael Jordan. I'm sorry, the Cleveland organization didn't get rid of their players. The Cavaliers didn't say, we're getting rid of Mark Price because we can't beat Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. For God's sake. Mm-hmm. I mean, but if you're going to base getting rid of your quarterbacks on Aaron Rodgers, okay, then you're out of your mind. Because that would be like the Knicks saying, we got to get rid of Patrick Ewing because we can't beat Jordan. Mm-hmm. That's the type of player the guy was in this division. That's why I don't think he'll leave. Because he's not going to a division with Mahomes and and Carr and uh, you know uh, you know that's a tough division in Herbert. He's not. Those are three bona fide quarterbacks that have pretty good football teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, our man, our Do man. I'm sorry. Do I sound rested? You sound rested and fired up. You, we could we could do four hours on Mitch, right? I could do ten hours. I'm ready. <laughs> you know what? The, here's what here's what people. Well, that could be true. Trubisky could be the next Steve Young because, folks, look up Steve Young his first four years mm-hmm. after he yep. came from the USFL. He was a bum the first two, three years. Bum. You know why? Played for a bum organization, which brings me to that, Aldo. They're a bum organization, the Bears. Let's face it. Um, and, and I'm hearing nonsense that, you know, the Bears would – would you part with Roquan Smith, okay, to get – a top 10 pick, which could be, are you out of your mind? You can't get rid of players that you still got balls. The guy, the guy's a player. We gotta, 
you're not going to come back by getting rid of everybody. Mm-hmm. You got some good players on this football team, and he's one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Young, yeah, I pulled up his stats. That <laughs> go on, can you put them up? I love when you put them up. And yeah, put them up. Uh, they're very. Oh, by tiny. the way, by the way, he was three and sixteen. <laughs> oh, Eldo can't believe it. Eldo's stunned. Are they up yet? No. Yeah, no, they'll be up in a second here. Right. Um, they're they're tiny, so I'm trying to make them as large well, as. See, possible. you know what? You know who I'll tell you? Just look at this, mm-hmm. Steve Young. His record. With Tampa Bay, look at that dog crap. Yeah. Look at this guy. Look at the first. Look at the first four years. Okay, well, now granted he didn't play a lot, but look at Tampa in '86. Fifty. If this was, if this was Trubisky, look at this: eight touchdowns, thirteen interceptions. We don't know how good we had it. Now Trubisky's gone somewhere else, and so did Steve Young, and he didn't get to play till Montana retired. Right. I mean, look at him the year. 1991 was a pretty good football team, five and five. Okay, mm-hmm. so he was considered, folks. Believe me when I tell you this. Unfortunately, I've been involved in the NFL watching every quarterback since 61, 62. He was a bum. So was Plunkett. And don't forget, folks, I'm just taking everybody down today. <laughs> so was. No, I mean, seriously, when you stop and think about it, the guys that were supposed to be bums, like Brady and Montana, were the guys that ended up not being bums, mm-hmm. period. One was a third-round pick. One was a sixth-round pick. Nobody knows. But you got to have a team. And Mitch Trubisky played his cards right where he'll have a team around him, and I'm here to tell everybody. I might take action on this from the Bears' bar room. It might be a, it's called a, a, a personal uh, GoFundMe. Uh, whatever team he goes on, whatever the total for season wins is, blind right now, I'll mm-hmm. take the over. Okay. I don't even have to know where he's going because everywhere he, from where he's been to where he went last year, where I'm hearing, and believe me, folks, take it from a guy who who's fired back at the media, the stuff that was said about him and in a way me, because I'm his like wingman has been hurtful. I've been called everything from a moron to an ignoramus. (laughs) (laughs) And and by by really now, as it turns out, a lot of people, there are morons and ignoramuses, but we'll find out now. Here's this could happen. Eldo where I will come on the next week. Okay. Man, I thought Mitch was going to be a starter. Mm-hmm. I thought Mitch was going to get starter pay. Because you know me. When I'm wrong, I'll say, I thought Mitch was going to be with Pittsburgh. I didn't know he was going to be a backup in Atlanta, mm-hmm. you know, in, you know, Maddie Ice. Uh, I didn't know that. It came out of nowhere. I, maybe something happened, but it's not all Nagy's fault. If that <laughs> happens, I'll be on Bear Barroom with a special. Mike North is an ignoramus and a moron special <laughs> the very next week. I love it. <laughs> what do you think about uh oh where where's uh um oh darn it. Yeah, let's see. Um hey spider. Hey spiders. <laughs> you stuttering mother. Oh Don Burr wants uh, Don Burr, who is uh, a Detroit Lions fan. He wants to love, oh they, D- D- Detroit would love Mitch. Yeah, well, he has said that he wouldn't mind Mitch for a couple of years as they continue their rebuild. But he wants to know, what are your expectations for Justin Fields if 
the Bears improve their offensive line, get better players in the offensive line, and get him more weapons outside of Darnell Mooney and, and the running backs? What do you think? Yeah, about I, I feel bad for Justin Fields. It's a bad football offense. It is, with a new regime. We don't know what their offensive coordinators are doing. It's Justin's second year. I've actually become a sympathetic figure. Yeah, people forget. I didn't want Mitch. I wanted Watson. Okay. Nobody wanted Mahomes. Nobody in Chicago. I didn't hear somebody go, hey, how about Mahomes? No. He was a surprise to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But Justin Fields, Mooney's not going to last 16 games. I don't think, my opinion. I don't think, uh, and now you're hearing Anthony Miller and guys like that snipe it at the Bears front office and the regime. I think their offensive line needs help. Um, Montgomery, it's 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 going to be, you got to try to keep the scoring down. The defense has got to be the place. If you have some weaknesses, try to shore up. And you got to be smart with the draft. I, I Like I've said before, whatever offensive linemen are available, they can play. We don't know if Tavon Jenkins can play, but I like his attitude. So, you know what? I sort of like him, but if he can play, that's where we got to go. But the defense has got to pick up and get more turnovers than they've been getting. Uh, I thought this year, uh, I thought they stepped up big at times. I thought we could have won three, four more games with with, uh, somebody other than, I mean, think about this. I think the Bears were six and four, I have six and 14 since Mitch has left. Or without Mitch, mm-hmm. so and and they're a winning team with them. So the nonsense I hear that the quarterback everywhere else matters, but in Chicago, it's just the defense is a nonsensical argument. And like I said earlier, we we went to the Super Bowl. Forget about that. Trent Dilfer went to the Super Bowl and won. We went with Rex Grossman. So you don't need a great quarterback. That's why Lovey Smith was another guy that did such a tremendous job. When you stop and look at the quarterback that took the Bears offense to the Super Bowl. Jay Sanders, who's no Mitch Trubisky fan, says, I would love him if he married my fat, lonely daughter. (laughs) You know what? With that kind of advice, there's a reason she's lonely. All right. uh, Not only are you being... Did you see who Mitch Trubisky married? Yeah. Oh, my. He's married already. Yeah, va- believe me, for folks that don't know what Vava Vavum is, read up on it. <laughs> um, both you and I are being attacked in the chat room. You know, a lot of people agree with what you're saying. Well, you know, we've got all sorts of people. I'll, I'll, I'll put one up that's against you, and then I'll put one up that's against me so that we can have an opportunity to defend ourselves. I'll start all with right, one. Thank you. I, I need that. <laughs> Austin Austin is attacking you says Mike you are irrelevant to Chicago sports please go join Trubisky and help him make sandwiches at his new deli what do you think about that Mike well he's one of those guys that tweets me and then I look at his account and he's got zero followers (laughs) and he just started the account to to purposely say that to me but Austin I know you've been on with us here's what I'm going to tell you those type of arguments say nothing say nothing you know what I mean that and I'm you can check me out on AM 1000 on the bar room. I do theater in the round, kid. Okay, <laughs> nice. I, I mean, you know what? I do theater in the round. That's it. I don't need to, I don't need the big production anymore. You know, I'm the stones playing at the green door. I don't need to play the big auditoriums anymore. Jagger don't need to do it anymore if he if he wants to. 
He can play the green door. He can go play some smaller venues, Fitzgerald and Berwin, if he wants to. Because when you got it, you got it. That's the way it is. Now, who's he? Now, what has he got for you? All right. So JJ says, although always sticks to his guns and goes way overboard about how awful Mitch was, never mentioned how awful the entire team was. Now he shouts how outstanding fields and blames everyone else. JJ, I'm not sure what you're listening to. <laughs> First of all, I think that you can win with Mitch Trubisky just like other teams have won with a very conservative attack with an offense that's suited to the strengths of Mitch Trubisky. Trent Dilfer. Exactly. Trent Dilfer. You got to have a good defense. You got to have a good Ryan Tannehill, they lost their ass, but at least they got to the playoffs as a one seed. Exactly. So that's my opinion about Mitch Trubisky. Is he my favorite quarterback? No, I hated it when he, the Bears traded up one pick to draft him, and I was a big Patrick Mahomes fan. That's on the record. You if were. You were. You were. That's true. I named you, but you know as well as I do, you are a man standing basically alone on that island. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And as for how uh, awful the entire team was, Listen, you know, Mitch had a great defense. He didn't have a great offensive line. He was under no. duress a lot of times, yes. just like Justin Fields was last year. And I am not at all. I believe that Justin Fields could be a great quarterback in this year, but I'm not going to say for sure that he is. He's got to hey, prove it. He's got to prove it. Let me ask you this, and, 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 because I, I, I really got to know this. I think we would have made the playoffs if we had Mitch last year. Uh, that the Bears um, – that Mitch Trubisky never would want anything to do with them again, says all you want to do. He's made some comments that have been backhanded slaps at the Chicago Bear organization. Now, I don't know uh, what's what's going to come of that in future free agent signings. Where the money is, the money is. But aren't you uh, – I'm sort of underwhelmed by the tools that they're going to give these two new gentlemen that are running the Bears right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're getting the job because of past failures. Uh, but I, we have no draft picks. We have nothing. I mean, I see <clears throat> where the Philadelphia Eagles believe in Jalen Hurts. I don't, okay? But they have three first-round picks this year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're in a position. And I think that guy Sirianni did uh, – he was 9-9 nine and nine with that team. I can't name you three guys on the Philadelphia Eagles, basically. They got rid of Hurts. I think that team is a team that could be a, a much better team this year. So you got to look at draft picks too, Eldo. I mean, there's no reason for the Bear fans to even watch the draft this year, right? None. Mm -hmm. so. Well, not not on the first day because uh, it's unlikely they're going to trade up into round one. So they have pick number 39 in round two, which is the eighth pick, I think, of that round. And the, the scuttlebutt is that they're probably going to trade down to acquire more picks. So if they pick uh, in round two at all, it'll probably, if they trade that number two pick, it'll probably be late in round two. The, the, Ryan Pace left this team, a, left a mess. He left a mess. <laughs> I made it bring it in quarterback after quarterback when they had one by, by, by having to fill holes because guys were injured. Uh, by being suckered into a couple of things. Oh my God, what a disaster. It really they, is a disaster. I mean, really, how hard how how bad has it been for the hierarchy of the Bears with all the picks and general managers that they've had? It just it just tells you the stable organizations like New England, 
Pittsburgh and, and those teams are the ones that are going to win. Yeah. JT asked, Mike, where have you been? Uh, and JT, uh, we talked a little earlier. Uh, Mike is doing yeah. shows periodically here at the barroom. Bar the Mike yeah. North Advantage has not gone away. But uh, the no. best way to keep track of when yeah. Mike is doing a show is to follow him on Twitter at North to and follow at Barroom Network and subscribe to the YouTube channel. You'll be alerted on all of our shows. Mike, before we close this episode of the Mitch Trubisky Show starring Mike North, I got to ask you about Major League Baseball. Are you as fed up as I am? I am like on the precipice of just uh, banning baseball from the barroom because if this thing continues, it, it's just it's ridiculous what's going on. What's your evaluation on this whole thing? All right, first, number one, here's here's a little tip. If I was a program director in this nation of any radio station, and don't you keep this in mind, folks, there's a thousand radio stations that are owned by eight corporations, if you ever want to know what really has happened to a lot of radio. But if I was a program director anywhere in the United States of America, which won't happen, it would be like making Babe Ruth manager of the Yankees. Um, it's not going to happen. I would ban Aaron Rodgers' talk. And a major league baseball lockout talk to see what I had. Because, like Danny Lee once told me, you don't have an off season or an off day. There's NCAA basketball, there's an NBA deal where LeBron James has a team that is absolutely selling games under 500. You got March Madness coming up, okay, to devote whole chunks while people are driving in their trucks after COVID with the Ukraine war, with inflation, okay, with their kids in mass for the timing of both sides. And if you hear somebody say, and I think Eldo will understand this because he's been in the TV business, and I've been in the radio and TV business. If you see, see somebody that works in baseball say, I'm with the players, then he's a writer or somebody that sees the players. If you see somebody that's a columnist and says, I'm with the owners, then maybe he's a guy that don't even go to the ballpark. Everybody's got their own interests, including the media who needs the work, the vendors, the stadium workers. But as far as timing goes, my wife, Bibi, smart as a whip. Believe me. Look what she did. She straightened me out. So <laughs> believe me when I tell you this. When my wife, who sat in the bleachers in 1969, and we had season tickets, but when she says to me the other day, and she was being perfectly honest, how much are bleacher tickets at Wrigley? And I said, how much you think? Now, she sat in the bleachers when there were a quarter. She goes, 20 bucks, 85 <laughs> for a bleacher seat to sit and look at the backs of the ball players. 85 bucks a ticket. So in my opinion... They got to break it all up. I'd break it all up if I took over. I'd say, we're taking a moratorium. We're restructuring like the other leagues. We're having a salary cap, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, we're going to have a little bit of revenue sharing for everybody. Mm -hmm. We're going to divvy up the TV money in a fair way, okay? Uh, we're going to stop ordering 30 uniforms for every team, okay? okay? We're going to lower, that will lower the prices, why is it baseball is the only, only, because of the union, I get it, the only sport without a salary cap, the major one. 
and it's losing fans rapidly because Joe Tool, who's driving his truck, can't identify with Max Scherzer, who makes $40 million a year, arguing about unfairness. <laughs> and the billionaire owners. So get your ass back to work. There are people having babies in subways in the Ukraine. Bunch of bunch of morons, both sides. Woo! I love it. You know how hard it's been to sit through and watch the TV? I almost went to Vietnam, okay? So I know I picked up a rifle, okay? And I went to basic training. I was going to go get my ass shot off, okay? It's very hard for me to watch the TV. It is. <laughs> to see these people getting their asses bombed. Very hard. Oh, it's awful. It really it's just is. an awful thing, and I feel... I'm sorry, I feel guilty. I do. I feel guilty. I don't know what the what is this and what is that, you know, and this nonsense. Listen, I didn't want to get on this. <laughs> this nonsense that Putin seems different. <laughs> it seems different. Why? Seems different. The guy was a KGB agent. Seems different. The guy would go high and stab you in the groin, okay, and you're dead, okay, and then keep walking. All right, but if you grew up on the streets like Aldo did and like Mike North did, I was friends with every pertinent member, especially during the high school years, of the four, five gangs that were at Sen High School. Mm -hmm. I was a diplomat. I had buddies that were black, had buddies that were that were that that were uh, uh, Jewish. That were they called them back in the day. I don't know if you had them, Eldo. Um, fraternities. Yeah. Okay. That's what they had it said. Delta, Alpha, uh, you know, just different groups. I got along with everybody. So when somebody says so and so shakes this guy's hand or that guy's hand, is this the alternative if you don't? That's all I'm saying. You gotta be a diplomat. That's how you navigate through life, believe me. When you're not as diplomatic, it doesn't do any good. It doesn't, in my opinion. This is a kinder, gentler Mike North. Well, uh, I know this was an impromptu show, uh, but Q is apparently because we got to the Ukraine. <laughs> That's right. Uh, who would have thought this from a few months people ago? People are making Mol people are making Molotov cocktails. I love them. That's yeah. I, I love them. Uh, respect for all the Ukrainians are staying. Oh my fight. god! Oh my gosh! My god! That that president guy. My god! Zelensky. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd fight for him. I'd fight for him. Really? Absolutely. I'd fight for anybody? Do no, I fought for Nixon? No, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it was what? When was the draft over? Was that during the Nixon years or was it afterwards? Yeah. Well, what happened is seventy-two. <clears throat> I go in. All right. We're issued orders after six months. I'm supposed to go to uh, Long Binh Jung, uh, Vietnam. Mm. And uh, half, the, half the guys were going to Vietnam, from, and half the guys were going to Germany. But at the time, the Paris peace talks were going on. And once the Paris peace talks began, the orders were like rescinded. And I ended up being very lucky, unlike 57,000 other guys, and going to Kansas, for God's sake, of all places. So I didn't have to go there. But that's it was a quiet six weeks uh, before when the orders were issued until the orders were rescinded. Mm -hmm. That's all I can tell you. So I know in a light way what it's like to be walking the plank 
and and uh and, and I I really feel for those people. Yeah. Um Q from Cincy wants to know if you've got one tip for him tonight, one betting tip he'd like to win some money and you're always good for that. So well, I know you're not, not all the time. I was hot. I, I'll tell you what, Q. Uh Sanjay M, he's a golfer. See if you can get down top 10. I think he's plus 225. He's a pretty good golfer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NBA, you can't bet it anymore. I mean, they just are inconsistent. You don't know who's playing, who is playing. The, the NCAA, this is another tip, is the best bet out there. It's the best bet. All the coaches want to win. All the players want to win. And I, I don't see that in the NBA no more. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because that's the exact same thing that Tooch told me the other night, and he's got a college basketball game that he likes. He likes Memphis minus 12 versus South Florida, but he's watching the games. Uh, over 135. I'm proud of Tooch. He's got, a, he's got a little business going. I'm proud he of him. He does. He does. Uh, he's outstanding, and he joins us yeah. every Monday night here, or excuse me, Tuesday nights at the bar room, and he gives out some betting tips at the end of the show. So uh, that's been great. Uh, I awesome. got I, I got a game for tonight that I've been looking at. The right. Ottawa Senators are playing at Florida against the Panthers, and the Panthers are the better team. But in the last six games, the road team has covered the spread, and so the road team Ottawa is getting one and a half goals at plus one twenty eight. That's my bet for tonight. And yeah. trust me, if I sound like I know what I'm talking about, it's because of Mike North. He's taught me everything I know. <laughs> it's happened here in front of our very eyes. A new life. <laughs> The, the light hitting the man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to the latest degenerate gambler, Eldo Gandia. The man is betting hockey now. Yes. That's right. I, I got the, the music the in the music back. playing. <laughs> Probably the wrong you know kind of music I, for an endorsement. I just went like this and I felt uncomfortable with myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love everybody. What can I tell you? Oh, well, I'm going to go you. home. I got it. I'm going to go home, which means upstairs. <laughs> Thanks for a super entertaining hour of football yeah, talk. Time. We will be back you, here. Uh, Mike and we'll I will be, be back, back here as soon as Mitch signs a contract. We'll do it like that? Yeah. It's going to be a God-blessed jamboree. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. I love it. I love you too, Mike North. You're an outstanding you, human buddy. being and a great power. Love everybody. <laughs> Tell me I said I love her too. <laughs> Sign the same to Donna. Bye-bye okay. now. Bye-bye. <laughs>